Will you stop counting and now I don't know what to do? <laughs> it's from Welcome. World. I know. Shit. Welcome, friends, to the Underappreciated Fuck Movie off. Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love that nobody else does. Yep. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. John. I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. Action adventure. We take turns selecting from our movie genres, movies that, in our opinions, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see any of these films on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, you can give these films a second chance. Today's pick... On the podcast... Is Carly's pick? What? For, Sorry. For I Halloween? She's vamping. She doesn't know what her movie is. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey. I had a as a secondary favorite line, so I needed to write it down before I forgot. I only had one favorite line, and if you take it, I'm not changing my I mind. I mean, I go last, so I won't take it. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> we are doing 2015's movie called The Final Girls. Plural. Plural. Two girls or more. <laughs> there was a lot of girls in that. Yeah. But how many final girls? It is written by M.A. Fortin and Joshua John Miller, who are writing partners, and according to one of their trivias on IMDb, also life partners. <laughs> oh, that's nice. And they developed the show Queen of the South. I don't think that I could thing. be a work partner with my life partner. I think so. Yeah. I need separation of church and state. <laughs> yeah. Or else what would you talk that. about when you were at home? Yeah, that's true. I believe Although Tony and I both, like, I'll ask Tony how his day went, and he's like, it was all right. And that's about it. Yeah. And then you have that conversation. This asshole word is really pissing me off. You're like, it's me, isn't it? Yeah. And I do yes. know, I do know some stuff about Tony's coworkers, but it's just, we don't really I just, I follow, work. I follow rules as... Don't tell people about your work, because they don't care. <laughs> don't tell people about your kids, because they don't care. And don't tell people about your dreams that you had, because they don't care. <laughs> but what if it was a really, really good dream? About Tony kids, does tell likely. me about what was his it a really dream? good dream? I'll tell you about my dreams. <laughs> if you wake me up out of them, I'll go, oh my God, your head was on fire, and I had to pee on it, or something. <laughs> I don't recall that one. <laughs> uh, Sounds like a bad me. dream. <laughs> oh, well, man. wake me up before you Most, go, go. No. Tony will tell me about Shows he watched, movies he watched, things he heard about on a podcast, and yeah. I try to stories he's trying to write. <laughs> I only remember my dreams like 10 seconds after I wake up, and then it flies out of my brain, but I know a lot of them feature work. I'm exactly Ooh. the same way. I hate when I wake up thinking about work. I do not want to be thinking about work. I purposely read before bed, because sometimes I can't stop thinking about work. <laughs> that sucks. Anyways, you this do a, movie. You thinking a lot of dreams about uh, Jazz Triangle? Non-stop. <laughs> Melody is just in your head. Ding. Well, you ever get a hook in your head and you're like, I really got to write this down. But you can't I bang this out on the jazz triangle when I wake up. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Anyway, this was directed by Todd Strauss Schulson, who also directed A Very Harold and Kumar Christmas <clears throat> and Isn't It Romantic, which had Rebel Carter in it? No. Mm, interesting. Is that Rebel Wilson? Rebel Wilson? No. Nah. The one from that singing movie. Yes. It's the, the blonde girl that's kind yes. of heavy. Yes. Yes. Her name is Rebel Wilson. I just remember seeing the front of that. I had never heard of it. But. Is she one of the Wilson Phillips? No. Family? No. I mean, I mean she she's British. I mean, she's not. She's obviously not. Maybe. She's British. And I Wilson Phillips, those are all, they all live in California, so. 
Hold out for one more day. I don't know who they are. I mean, I don't know if one of the Beach Boys moved to England, (laughs) but I didn't investigate it. Well, I'm going to say probably not. All right. Wilson is is a pretty common last name. Sorry, what are we talking about? Is volleyball. Anyways, Wilson so Phillips. we're starring. We have three Welcome Back to the Podcast mm-hmm. that I saw. Malin yeah. Ackerman from 27 Dresses. Thomas Middleditch was uncredited in The Other Guys as an art exhibition curator. I don't know if you can think yeah, of that. Yeah. Um, I've only seen that movie the one time I watched it for the podcast. <laughs> You're welcome. And... Aaliyah Shawcat was um, Gertie in this movie. She was the female bandmate in Green Room. And she's also from Arrested Development. <laughs> oh, so your closeout song for that Nazi punk song. Fuck <laughs> you. No. We also have, That's I don't know how song. you say her name. Tysa? Tessa? I mean, it's T-A-I-S-S-A. Tessa? Tessa? Tessa. Farmiga is Max. And she's from American Horror Story. Alexander Ludwig is Chris. He's from the Hunger Games and Vikings. Probably pronounced Tessa, <laughs> just because of how it's spelled. Nina Debrev, Vicky, is from the Vampire Diaries. Never heard of it. It's... <laughs> You're wearing a Vampire Diaries t-shirt right now. <laughs> Have you read the books? Nope. Uh, team Damon. Tony, Tony likes him some Nina Debrev. <laughs> he knows exactly who she is. No, but I was just curious if you read the books. No, actually, I haven't. I watched the show a bit, but... I own those books. The original. Did you like them? Yeah, because they were written when I was a teenager and four teenage girls, and I was a teenage girl. But you wouldn't like them now, probably. I've read them as an adult. They're fine. I've never read them or watched the show. They're way better written than Twilight, so it's very enjoyable. Take my. No, because it was it's awful. But did you read them as a teenage girl too, Tony? Yes. Mm -hmm. That's the best time. Back when I was Samantha, I read. But exclusively, Twilight. that writer has written many book series that are kind of, um, they're like romantic, urban science, yeah, romantic, supernatural, teen yeah. fiction. They're yeah. oh, no, pretty not, good. Not another teen. Once you get a brand, stick on it. And then we also have Adam Devine or Divine, I don't know. Kurt is from Pitch Perfect, and I know him from Modern Family. And Angela. Trimber is Tina, and Tony knew her as Cleopatra from yeah. Epic Rap Battles of History. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's funny. She had like a comedy show for on YouTube or something for a while. This movie has a 70, 73% tomato meter, a 69% audience score, and a 59% on Metacritic. And it was a budget of $4.5 million, and there is no box office info. I don't know if it just didn't come out in theaters or what. <laughs> So, the anywho, score seems high. We'll have Malin Ackerman in it, so. <laughs> I find her annoying. Less annoying as a grown up actor. Well, as she beca- gets to her middle years, I find her less annoying than when she was 20. Yeah. She's she's a lot less annoying as a, playing an adult character than yes. a spoiled, bratty, late teen, early 20s. <laughs> kid <laughs> she fucked up the watchman <laughs> yeah she I did i don't know if she gets all right she gets some credit it there wasn't was dr of... manhattan and his giant blue penis no that was awesome that was... uh there's there's a lot to be shared in that movie that was bad still has a great ending 
one of my favorite endings. The credits? No. Well, maybe someday Tony can pick it. I've never seen it. You never saw the watch? It's kind of long. It is kind of long. I've seen it once, and I don't remember it fondly. I like like it. It's okay. But But it's really long. I'm really liking our groove of picking movies that are like an hour and 27 minutes. (laughs) I know. I looked at the runtime of the movie that I picked, and I was like, oh. It's almost short. And I was like, I knew mine was short. I was like, wow, Elise is even shorter. Yeah. Because <laughs> we were I watching Buffy. Minutes. We were watching Buffy, and I was like, Spoilers. And, oh, I was Spoilers. Saying, That's going to be the next episode. Anyway. <laughs> and I was just saying, I was like, this only has like 20 minutes left. The same thing with yours. I was like, these are pretty quick. It's not like when we were watching It and shit. Like, this is two hours. We only have an hour left. And It Follows was quick, too. Yeah, yeah. Thank God for that. <laughs> well, Terrifying. <laughs> My next movie's gonna be an hour forty. Is that all right? Or should I change it? Yeah, that's fine. No. <laughs> change it. Don't change it. <laughs> all right. I have two reviews. Mm-hmm. JJ Parrish on May thirtieth of this year. Oh mm-hmm. wow! Gave it a ten out of ten and loved it. Great film. Max and Nancy made me tear up at least three times. Even as an eighties horror film parody, it was excellent. But it was so much more. Made her tear up. I guess so. Hmm. Okay. And then. Because it's very emotional. Is it? And depressing. I cannot read my handwriting. Is it Tungrate BK? Tangrate BK? I don't know. Anyway. Tangare? (laughs) Tangare BK. (laughs) On May 1st of 2018, gave it a 2 out of 10. Disappointing. Interesting premise, but it's not intelligent enough to pull it off. Yeah, I think that's a good review. Maybe we'll see. Spoiler. <laughs> so how do you pronounce your IMDb uh, username there? Tangeray? Tangeray? I can't read my handwriting. I may have miswritten it. <laughs> it's pronounced tangerine. <laughs> tangerine BK? Oh, man. Mm. So the movie opens with a... Tr- oh, what'd you think going in? <laughs> I thought... Usually I write that in my notes so I remember to ask. I thought... I bet this will be funny. I, I like this premise. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Uh, what about you, Tony? I had no idea what this was, so I was like, "All right." I it wasn't. I'm, I was reading a book that's same to title, but it has nothing to do with this really. So I was like, "Maybe it's like that." No, it had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. So I know what to think. Mm-hmm. What about you, John? I thought I like the '80s. I hate Malin Ackerman. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this will balance itself out. She real Shannon Sossaman. She's. Or a Michelle Rodriguez situation. I was really hoping that Imogen Poots would come with an axe uh, and handle uh, this. I think she would have been good in this. Imogen Poots mm-hmm. is good in everything. Imogen Poots would have been good as the daughter. I would have enjoyed that. As Max. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So the movie. She just opens... stood up with a Billy and been like, "Let's go, bitch." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I survived the green room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with a trailer for the movie Camp Bloodbath. Mm-hmm. And then we flash. To the present, which is 20 years later. And one of the girls in the movie is all grown up and still trying to make a living in show business. Her daughter sees her headshots while she waits in the car and then looks up and sees her mom come out of an audition, I guess. Mm -hmm. Smoking and looking like, hmm, like that didn't go well. Um, She says, they'll let her know. But again, she was recognizable for the uh, casting people from Camp Bloodbath because she can't seem to get past that movie. Everywhere she goes, doesn't matter how much stuff she's done since, they're like, oh, you're the girl from Camp Bloodbath. I'm sure that, that happens a lot. Yeah, is that good or bad? Uh-huh. Probably good sometimes, bad sometimes. Yeah, I'm sure, you know, if they cast you, it's great. <laughs> yeah. 
I love that movie. I gotta have you in this. Well, she doesn't seem to think it's great. She probably doesn't get many roles. If you look back on many famous actresses' IMDb's, you go back to the beginning and you find horror movies. Yeah, that's true. And some of them can get past it, but some of them can't. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Which makes you just wonder. Jennifer she was Anderson. a scream queen. Maybe you're just not that good of an actress. <laughs> because other people have done it. Oh, well, you know, Hollywood's all political. you got to sleep with the right person. And they complain mm. about it 20 years later. Mm. Hollywood's really messed up. Those so, people are assholes. Yeah, they are. So perhaps we should not deify those people just because they're rich and good looking. We shouldn't value their opinions because they act in movies. I don't. It just depends on what their opinions are about. Mm-hmm. So they're going to go have some dinner at the diner. <laughs> and as mm-hmm. they drive, Max wants to know how they're going to pay the electric bill. And it's a $174 mom... electric bill. <laughs> Bet you left some lights on. And how, do they ever say how old Max is? In this, uh, I'm going to go early 20s. She's no, older. No. I thought she was like 15 or 16. Yeah, right? She's still in high school. When they flash, what, three years later? She's what, a senior in high school maybe? So she oh, yeah in the very beginning yeah I thought she was in yeah. like eighth or ninth grade so this is the very beginning and why is this kid worried about I hate this movie trope where the kid is more like knows Adult. all about the bills oh, yeah. and is all about how are we gonna pay the no twelve year old should have like they don't seem like they're hard enough up that that kid should be aware of that situation. I mean, if she's in a popular movie, I'm sure every Halloween she gets some fat residual checks. Like, <laughs> I understand if you live in the ghetto and your parent is a drug addict, that maybe you are the one paying the electric bill. But they just look like middle, lower middle class, upper, you know, upper lower class, middle America, mom and kid. She shouldn't know about this. It she's not from me. middle America. They're from Hollywood. It don't matter. Hollywood. Well, we should watch Mannequin. They never talk about it. It could be Toronto. Actually, she does say we live in Encino. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't catch Encino, that. Canada. You know, didn't catch that is a little boring. Um, <laughs> sometimes I have trouble paying attention. It's in Quebec. 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 All right. So anyway, her mom doesn't want to talk about the bills. She wants to talk about this guy that she that ghosted her, mm-hmm. and then she throws the bills out the window. And, uh, Which is really irresponsible, and now you're gonna catch fees because you wanted to be cool. <laughs> this, I, see this? See why I don't like her? <laughs> Maybe she pays online. Oh really? What's her account number? I don't. It's know. on the paper that's throughout the fucking window. You think this is the only copy of these bills she's got? I'm sure she's got. Also, lots of bills. I don't even get paper bills generally. I needed the account number when I set up the online account, but that's done, been done. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, know what else she did? She committed a crime. She's littering. Okay. <laughs> Why do you care, Jazz Triangle? Because then I have to drive by and have her water bill fly up and hit my windshield. You don't live in Encino. <laughs> I could live in Encino. You don't know. You don't live in Encino. <laughs> I could live in Encino. Do you have a this second was, family in Encino? Ago. Yes, they think I'm 19. <laughs> You can't be 19. I can be 19. (laughs) I I walk in and I go, sup. Here, have a blueberry. Have a blueberry. blueberry. That's old people food. I'm going to have some candy. Okay. Um, So, Betty Davis Eyes comes on the radio and she starts to try to get Max to dance. She's like, this is our song. That's your song? Yeah, that's It's an interesting choice. Also, it's it's not even the real (laughs) Betty Davis Eyes version. Like, it's a remake. 
No, it's not. It is. It's wrong. There's something wrong. Okay. I'm pretty I sure it's the same that. version <laughs> I've always heard. Nope, there's something wrong. I don't think so, but... It feels off what to me. I'm trying to think if my mom and I have a song. Yeah. I Walking mean, on Sunshine. She used to sing the Brown Eyed Girl song to me. Wow. <laughs> That's nice. That's a weird song to sing to your daughter. <laughs> Do you know the words for that song? Just that part. <laughs> Uh, my mom did not sing to us. Because my, my sister's one has blue eyes and one has green eyes, so it, I'm the only one with brown eyes. <laughs> I once walked in the, the, the kitchen and my mother had headphones on and she was um, singing the dance into Paradise by the Dashboard Lights. So that's her song. Nope, pretty sure this was the original that was used. I'm pretty sure it's not. It's pretty called... sure. Maybe okay. you're thinking of a remix. <laughs> I don't think so. That's happened to me before. This was performed by Kim Carnes. Maybe she recorded it for this movie. Where is... Now I feel like I need to investigate this mystery. Anyway, Max starts to get into the song, but then knocks her drink onto the pile of headshots that's on the floor. And her mom is like, oh no, those are expensive. And then they get in the backseat. The original is by Kim Carnes. Yes, but maybe she she re-recorded it. They're allowed to do that, you psycho. Oh, whoa, that escalated. <laughs> Come at me, bro. I'm the one she that's drinking. Might. You have iced coffee. <laughs> He's still mad because I opened the windows yesterday. What? It was fucking humid in Tony here. opened the windows this morning. All the Did doors. Did you close them up. before we left? What? Did you close the windows before yes. we left? Okay. I don't know. Oh. But you are like, you, so I should know. I don't make mistakes. We don't know. <laughs> I don't like when you laugh like that. That's, Anyways, that's because I found it funny, no, get your they get in one you hell get of a CGI car crash. And it was very. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to turn into a transformer. That thing was like, I was like, what happened to this car? You hit a cone and then you rolled and then Vin Diesel was looking away and shit. I was like, that was ridiculous. That car crash. I was like, what the hell. The only car on the road, I really don't understand what happened. It was super. <laughs> it, was a, it, was, it was a lot. I mean, there was there's the Spawn Devil and this car crash. <laughs> yeah. and, 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 and the, the Scorpion game. Yeah. <laughs> and then her mom dies in this car accident. Yeah, I think everyone in Encino died in this car accident. <laughs> they turned from live action to CGI. No one survived that. Looked like Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, man. thought I was going to have a thermometer sticking out of its mouth and talking to you. I don't feel good. It's like a cartoon. <laughs> that fucking car. And then we catch it three years later. And Max's friend Gertie picks her up to meet Chris, who has invited her to study. And Gertie's like, did he ask you to come study? Or did he ask you to... You think she's going to be studying his dick? Oh. <laughs> and Max is like, I, I don't... No, but I'm flunking this class, and that's the only reason I agreed to go. That's not why. <laughs> They're going to do what uh, the kids are calling the hibbity-dibbity. They're not. Study anatomy. But she, even if she finds him attractive... She's like, he just broke up with what's her name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to be doing calculus. Thinking, that's she doesn't think she has a us. chance. She doesn't think she has a chance. Lots of girls don't realize that they have chances that they would otherwise have. Yeah, but dude invites you over to do anything. He's. They didn't well, go they, over. They, they went to a, her to a diner. They all right. Let me rephrase. Diner. If a guy invites you anywhere, yeah, he'll, he's down. Because <laughs> first it's the diner. Than the vagina. <laughs> what? <Whoa. laughs> Tony, that's terrible. I'm sorry. I've been drinking wow. LaCroix. <laughs> wow. 
Okay. <laughs> so they meet and study, and uh, Duncan, while they're studying, Duncan, Gertie's stepbrother, shows up. He's been messaging Max about making an appearance at a special showing of Camp Bloodbath 1 and 2. And Max is like, I have been ignoring you, and I am not making an appearance at the showing of these movies. I would. I'd milk that shit for all it's worth, and I'd want my kids to do the same. <laughs> you can squeeze a dime out of my death because I was in some crap-ass movie. You do that shit. All right. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Exploit his death for all it's worth. Why not? Somebody Ross, else is gonna. Gwen. <laughs> Somebody else is gonna. You might as well. Duncan's like, look, I'll do all the homework for this class you're flunking. Your papers, your homework, everything. If you just make an appearance at the showing. And she's like, this dude's creepy. Okay. He's creepy? <laughs> Duncan? Yeah. I don't think he's creepy. Yeah. He seems sad. He's Yeah, he's really into this movie. He's creepy. I don't think it's creepy. I think it's just sad. He's got Betty Davis eyes. Why? Why is it creepy? Because he's got Betty Davis eyes. He's like, <laughs> he's cold as New York snow. He's also forty-two. <laughs> is he? Yeah. So, Imagine I don't know what high school is going funny. to. But I didn't think he was in high school. No, Maybe he's in college, and that's why he agreed to do her paper. Maybe I always thought the nine two and O kids were looking kind of old, but this guy here. <laughs> So it turns out it's that night, and she and Gertie go, and Chris shows up to offer moral support. But he's like, all right, look, I know you didn't invite me, and if it's weird that I just showed up because I thought you needed moral support, I can leave. And she's like, no, nah, it's cool, you can stay. <laughs> it turns out that this is the anniversary of her mom's death. And Vicky also shows up and won't stop talking. Yeah, she stalked him on Instagram. Twitter. Or Twitter. She's like, I don't follow you on Twitter, which lost three followers, by the way, today. <laughs> this is his ex-girlfriend. They broke up, what, a week ago? And she's stalking him on Twitter and then brings a, a guy with her that disappears. Good for him. because That's suddenly sick. Good for that dude because he's the only person that didn't die in this theater fire. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> but Vicky remembers that it's the anniversary of Max's mom's death. And she's like, look, I have a great memory. It's not just the Adderall. And I was like, that's weird. You know, <laughs> at this point in the movie, it seems foreshadowing. They're shoehorning it in early. Yeah. Duncan sees them and he's like, okay, Max, can I put you down for a, um, on the list for some Q&A after the movie? And she's like, absolutely not. <laughs> I'd be like, yes. Ask me questions. So, did your mom love being in this movie? No. <laughs> She regretted that she did this movie. <laughs> did you have to pay for that city block that that car that you exploded uh, ruined? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was a hell of a crash. So everybody gets in the theater and the movie starts. Everyone seems to be enjoying it. Even Max. We flash back and forth from watching the movie as they watch it in the theater and then watching what's happening in the theater. Can we talk about uh, no. Chris and how excited he was about popcorn and M and M's? Yeah, like they like he invented it. Yeah, like he invented it. What the hell? He's like, I'm gonna get popcorn and M and M's, and we mix them together, and then you get a handful of M and M's, and then popcorn, then M and M's, then pop- what? Every handful's a surprise. What psycho does this? First of all, all right, look, you know, I mean, there's people that do it, but why would you? But who gets that excited about? It? Someone who can't act, I guess. Well, or someone who can't write a script. This dude has had a pretty good acting career since this movie. (laughs) This dude was Kato in The Hunger Games. 
I and he was don't... in that Viking show, like yeah. all of the episodes. Of that I remember watching show. the first Hunger Games and going, "This is shit." And there's that movie uh, last year, the it Netflix movie <laughs> about Operation Christmas Drop or something. He's the lead hero dude in that movie, which I did not watch. But he's not a terrible actor, but I'm just but the screen screenplay writer apparently is obsessed with this. <laughs> Unless this was an ad lib. I mean, I maybe like, it's just what he really likes, and that's why he was so excited because he's like, "Ooh, do I get to pick my theater candy?" <laughs> no, I like a popcorn and I like a chocolate and caramel popcorn, but it's just chocolate popcorn. I don't want it mixed with like regular buttery popcorn. Nah. We I feel like this conversation is going a bit long. A kettle corn <laughs> with some chocolate in it—that would be good. <laughs> we'll change the subject. Okay, well, we... <laughs> okay, now let me find the spot. Here we go. This theater's so, on fire on. We see some guys drop an open bottle of vodka, which spills everywhere, as it rolls through the theater. And I was like, is it ever clear? <laughs> or gasoline? <laughs> we know that Max's mom's character, who plays is Nancy in the movie, is going to get killed after losing her virginity. And as that scene goes down on the screen... Max says she needs to get some air. And at the same time... Because I wouldn't want to watch my mom have sex on TV. Nope. Not at all. <laughs> yeah. Time and get killed. I mean, time it's, to refresh those uh, M&Ms I, and yeah. Because I, I don't care if it's, you know, your mother's like a famous actress. I wouldn't want to see it. Can you even like, uh, I don't know, just like Sharon Stone's kid? Yeah. She's like, hey, you want to watch The Specialist? Nope, no, not ever. No, no. Nope, not ever. That was like... Uh, That's really hard to watch. I don't want to know if you I know, use she's your acting. real sex I don't noises care. for your fake sex scenes. Don't want to know. This. Yeah. Yeah, like, you, I don't think you could watch your parents' sex scenes. It'd be weird. Nope. And gross. Or your kids. Or your siblings. Yeah. Or anybody you really know well. Or your spouses. I really... Yeah, Elaine wouldn't be able to do that. Usually your spouse is in the room. They like bring the spouses so it's less weird. And mm-hmm. I think that would make it more weird when Elaine's uh-huh. in the corner sharpening yeah, a knife staring at you. The whole thing is weird. Like, everything you hear about and people talk about doing those scenes is not sexy at all. <laughs> anyway, at the same time she's trying to leave, somebody drops some ash or, I don't know, it looked like a joint or something. And it starts a fire with the vodka. See, don't smoke with a heifer. <laughs> And immediately, the theater is engulfed in flames. <laughs> the whole periphery of the room. <laughs> the curtains go up all around the room. All that old popcorn dust must be flammable. <laughs> popcorn dust? Yeah. There's a bunch of grease all over the floor. Yes. From all the butter. The old popcorn dust. Sticky, sticky soda patches. <laughs> Very flammable. But I wrote pretty immediately... Because it's a movie. <laughs> it, it went up faster than the Inglorious Bastards fire. <laughs> and no one can seem to get out. Some dude who was cosplaying like the as Billy from the movie with the machete then, drops it. Yeah. And Max picks it up. Yeah, it appears to be a real machete. Yeah. <laughs> it's a machete. Yeah, but that was a real machete, not a plastic machete. How? All right. How did he get in the theater? Even in, what, this is 2015? How did he get in the theater with a real machete? I really don't know. That's not happening in California. <laughs> Definitely not in California. Probably not in California. I was like, maybe here, in, honestly, you probably carry one into a theater. Maybe somewhere in the south and maybe like Montana. But in Sino, California, <laughs> Montana, not What do you got against Montana? Nothing. I bet they have looser weapons laws, though, because it's Montana. Because there's not a lot of people living there. They get along. And they all hunt. And they, all <laughs> they all have guns, so you don't fuck with them. 
someone's got a gun, you don't shoot at them. So they, they realize because Duncan works at the theater, there's an exit behind the screen. So Max shut, cuts the screen with the machete. Which is sharp enough to cut through a movie screen. And Why is that dude sharpening his machete? He deserves to <laughs> die. He was going to kill them all. <laughs> You I mean, think he was going to become Billy while they watched the movie? He's going to slowly yeah. start hacking people? Maybe he's the one that put accelerant all over the theater. Well, it's a plan. Because I don't think that vodka was enough. No, and um, why are all the exits locked? Why is there uh exit behind the screen? Why is it when you jump into the screen, you get transported to a movie from 1982? Because well, that does happen. Because they're dead. It's a fever dream. They wake up on the side of the road, in like in the woods... With big flowers all around them, and a van pulls up, listening to Hey Mickey, <laughs> which is a song I hate. So in the <laughs> trivia, in yeah. the trivia, the set direct, the set crew was told that the camp bloodbath stuff was in Technicolor, and they interpreted that <laughs> as putting giant plastic flowers all over the place, and when they came out to shoot... The director was <laughs> But they left it. Yeah. It was it was a weird vibe, but it worked. <laughs> Did it? <laughs> <laughs> well, you knew you went back to the 80s. <laughs> no, when I was a kid, we had a gym teacher that made us work out, like do our warm-up every day to Hey Mickey, and it just, I heard it thousands of times I feel like because in elementary school you could have the same gym teacher for six years <laughs> that's true you only had one gym <laughs> so you know hey Mickey I heard that uh, song a lot mm. anyways and I never enjoyed it in the first place when you take me by the hoo <laughs> he was talking about her curl parts grab her in the whisker biscuit <laughs> so this van pulls up Yes, I used that in a sentence two days in a row. If they know the way to camp, <laughs> what was the Blue first time? Bitch. I can't tell you. And this is the van from the movie, and actors from the movie, and our uh, new crew that just arrived stares at them in disbelief, and they just don't say anything. And the van's like, okay, and drives on. And then ninety-two minutes later, it happens again. And then ninety-two more minutes later, it happens again. <laughs> and they're all just sitting on the side of the road, and this time. Duncan is like, actually, yes, we do know where Camp Bluefinch is. We're counselors there. And if you give us a ride, we'll tell you how to get there. So they get in the van. And uh, Kurt's like, hey, where's your bags? Because your clothes are not good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm taking Kurt's opinion. And uh, Tina packed the essentials, bikini, mouthwash, diaphragm. And then they arrive and wake up Sleeping Beauty in the back. Nancy. I would never fall asleep in Kurt's van. <laughs> Doesn't seem safe. Does not seem safe. I agree. That does not seem safe. It's one of those things, these characters, it's like on on their scripts, you know? Like, you're the horny bad guy, and mm-hmm. you're the horny chick who doesn't care about anything but sex, and it's it, that's all they are. Like... <laughs> They're ju- they're just no, an exaggerated, yeah. <laughs> and, but Kurt uh, is not good looking enough to be that dude. <laughs> I think that's part of the the movie is that he's not. Never mind. I don't know. What I'm you think about. it's part I'm of the satire? I, I've been drinking all day. The humor. I mean, I don't mean anything against this actor, but he but is he does not attractive. Play the 
the dude who gets girls because he's funny or not he's because sweet, he's not because he's hot. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Nancy meets Max and thinks Max is all emotional because this is her first time away from home. When in fact it's because this is her dead mom. <laughs> so then they get out of the van and start to settle in. Kurt flirts with Nancy and Mimi goes into the woods to pick berries. Duncan is like, all right, the movie is right on schedule. Mimi's going into the woods. She's going to be a hiker. They're going to bone down, and then they're going to get killed. Excuse me. Everyone who has sex in this movie dies, and Max realizes that her mom is one of those people. So Vicky, Duncan, and Gertie go to try to borrow Kurt's van, because they're like, we just want to get out of here. We do not want to be trapped in this movie. <laughs> we just want to get out. And Kurt's like, Why should, what am I going to get for, get, like, what's in it for me? If I give you the keys to my van. And Vicky's like, my friends won't kick your ass. And he's like, they're my not going to do that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I tell you what, here's the keys. And he throws them toward the woods. And he says, if you can find them, you can borrow the van. I don't understand why they thought they could even escape in the van. Because they sat on the side of the road while the van drove by like four times in a loop. <laughs> so what makes you think you can leave if you're in this van? <laughs> it's not really an issue it's trying stuff out yeah max goes to try to talk to nancy and she's like oh my god kurt said he wants to do it with me later and i'm so excited because i had told myself that this summer i was going to lose my virginity and get drunk not necessarily in that order <laughs> if i'm having sex with kurt i feel like i'd need to be drunk for that <laughs> She's like, he's been with a lot of girls, so I feel like he'll be able to help me through. <laughs> and uh, Max is like, you should not have sex. <laughs> and she's like, why not? She's like, I heard it can kill you. <laughs> so that's, even if you're in the, that's not your mom. <laughs> but you have to, I well, feel still. like, she knows that, but it's, she's having a hard time with it at the same time. That would be weird. I don't, I, I don't know how it Even if that wasn't my mom, I mean, like, this is. This is sort of my mom. It's like one-eighth my mom. And I don't want to think of her having sex, especially not with Kurt. So I definitely got to talk her out of that. <laughs> and you don't want to get killed in this movie. Yep. You want to be able to hang out with her. Because it's not your mom. You're hanging out with Nancy. <laughs> Who seems like a shy, nice girl. She's got a guitar. <laughs> and a clipboard. And a clipboard. <laughs> and that's her whole personality. <laughs> and, if, and if she's not a good actress, it is your mom. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Wrong with people like Nancy. So she's like, do not have sex. Keep your shorts Nancy on. Sinatra. We'll talk about this. My more grandma. Later. I was gonna say you. Yes, that's facts as well. <laughs> so Chris comes over and he's like, Max, come on, let's go join the rest of our crew because you're getting a little weird over here with your mom. <laughs> Which, if I was Nancy, this Max kid would be creeping me. Out. <laughs> And so they're all looking for the keys, and they see Mimi meet the hiker. And Duncan's like, look, we cannot warn them. We cannot interfere. We are here as observers. So we're just going to watch them have sex and get killed. <laughs> we're going to watch them have sex. He doesn't say that, but he loves this movie. So he's like, this is a close-up. You know, like, I get to watch my favorite movie. Now that you say that, are all these bitches named after fucking characters from movies? Nancy. Maybe. Nancy's in Might Run Elm Street, obviously. Mm-hmm. What are the other ones? Gertie? Paula? I don't know. No. Paula. Vicky? I think it's just a I don't know, but the girls from the movie. So Tina, 
And um, Paul, well, Tina was maybe. Nightmare on Elm Street too, but mm-hmm. and um, when it didn't say Amanda anything. was in the room, and they said Billy Amanda. Murphy, she like did a smirks, like that's a reference to something, but I didn't read the trivia, so. <laughs> So anyway, after Mimi and the hiker are killed, Duncan is like, it's, I wonder if this is corn syrup, and it's not. No. It's blood. <laughs> and, uh, and then Billy's still there, and they're like, we need to run. And he's like, no, no, Billy's not going to kill us because we're not in the movie, and he doesn't even know what to do about us. And uh, he's and he like, I'm going to take a selfie. Like if He's like, look, Paula's going to come. She's the final girl. We'll just hang out with Paula. We'll stick to her like glue. And we will be fine. We just got to ride out this movie with Paula. And then he's like, I'm going to take a selfie with Billy. And Billy approaches and then just like stares at him and then walks away. They do say that Nancy and Tina were named after the Elm Street girls, but. I feel like somebody should be named after a Jason character. Well, see, there wasn't a man. Or a Halloween movie character, because there this villain reminds me more of Jason and the Halloween movie character you than Freddy. Yes. The Halloween character. I only seen one of those movies ever, <laughs> and I was in middle school. Well, so. I forgot why she kept calling him the Halloween character. Like, wait a minute, you've never watched a Halloween movie in your house with her present? I'm not super crazy about the Halloween movies. I watch them once in a while. first two are pretty good. I went to I a slumber pa- party on Halloween in middle school, and we watched Halloween. Never seen it. But that's the only time I've ever seen it. I just remember the scene where he's laying on the ground in the backyard, and then he just... Spoilers! Up. <laughs> and it looks. It. That's it. That's all I remember. <laughs> never seen it. I think because our friend Brian, who recommended um, the movie I did recently... Was there and he rewound it and made us watch it like five times. That one part. <laughs> Actually, I prefer Freddy of the three of them because, well, he's funny. Yeah. <laughs> he says things like, You're on TV, bitch. Like the Jason ones that are good are not good on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> like Jason Triple X. Like Jason X. And I, I've been pondering doing Jason Takes Manhattan because this is so bad, like silly, but I don't know. I gotta watch them again and see if the parts. I liked that... Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, <laughs> but a, a couple of them are like silly, but it's like, like seems a strong word. <laughs> are they silly, stupid, or are they silly going to be funny? You know, I don't want to make us all sit through a two-hour movie that's not enjoyable. Why not? You have before. Like what? <laughs> Slither. Slither. Jack Frost two. <laughs> uh, or classic Jack Frost two. Multiple conversations and, and it still comes up of, all the time. Of entertainment for the podcast. still comes up all the time. You made us watch Dracula, uh, the most movie popular amazing. movies of all time. Yeah, no, it's the one I have qualified. Uh, Metacritic 59%. Did you do Batman vs. Superman? Did I do Batman vs. Superman? <laughs> <Martha! laughs> yes, but no one liked that movie. I like I, that I movie. Like, it's okay. Friends, go back and listen to our Holly Davis. You don't like Marvel it? Man. <laughs> Well, I feel like that needs a couple more. I feel like that was one of those moments where we just started having a conversation because we forgot we were on a podcast for a second. (laughs) All right, so he walks. Billy walks away from Duncan, and Duncan's like, "Ooh, I almost peed myself." They're like, "No, you You have to pee yourself." I don't know what he did with the hand. Did pee yourself? And uh, and then he's like, "But see, he's not going to kill us." And Billy throws the machete at him and hits him in the side, and he and Duncan goes down. And then they all run. 
around and around because the movie won't let them leave. <laughs> Which is pretty funny. You ain't going no place. Tony was like, I didn't know what to expect. Are they stuck in a loop? What is this movie? <laughs> this reminded me of another movie that I had watched. It's called Thor Ragnarok. It's like a freaky circle. <laughs> so goes to the uh, sparkles. Uh. Then they end up in a kind of freaky circle on the floor while Lord everyone thunder. who's Lord in the thunder. original, I started writing the OG crew for yeah. the original movie crew, um, is singing Michael rode the boat ashore and they're like all into it. <laughs> I did not know the lyrics to this song. Hallelujah. But everybody, everybody knows Michael rode the boat ashore, hallelujah, but... There's many, many verses to this song, and they sing them. And I'm like, are these the words to this song? <laughs> this song is weird. Most songs are yeah. weird. You ever listen to the words of Ring Around the Posy? Yeah. It's Rosie. <laughs> Anyways, that song's about the plague. The London Bridge is falling down. I know all things that seem like good things for kids to be singing about. <laughs> Just saying, this is a weird... rock a baby. Where the fuck's going with the cradle going? Who puts her cradle in a tree? <laughs> Tony. Well, no. you have to because he the bow, in the, the river. Gonna <laughs> and the water's going to come, so you had to put the baby up in a tree to save it. <laughs> Duh. You guys give shit to for baby boats. And they're in the water. They're going to be safe when the bow breaks. <laughs> oh, man. As long as the bow doesn't break. Well, they're in a baby boat of their own. Yeah. I'm thinking ahead. I, I feel like it's bow, like B-O-U-G-H, as in tree limb. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Because uh, Maybe. bow is the front of the boat. And Could be wrong. Don't know. Did never really dissected Rockabye Baby before. Well, oh, so you're Rockabye right. Baby in the treetop. <laughs> that's, that's called a fucking when the clue. Wind blows. <laughs> cradle will rock. When the when that the branch breaks, the cradle will fall. fall. And down will come baby. Cradle and all. And now it's unless harmed. it's in a baby. <laughs> and now you're in a baby. At the least. Unless it's in a baby glider coming soon. <laughs> Whoa. An extension of Tony's baby, baby. boats. Oh, then you can man. just take babies to cliffs and go. But I was watching the scene this morning while I was taking my notes, and just everybody who's in the original movie crew is like kind of swaying and singing, and then you pan over our noob crew, and yeah. they all just look horrified. <laughs> <laughs> and I just started laughing. Amanda comes in the room, and I'm like, "You're not gonna get it. I don't." <laughs> Becky just invited me to the Jonas Brothers concert tonight. Jonas Brothers? Wow. Had to bail. <laughs> bail on us? No, no. You gotta get to that concert? <laughs> no, I had to bail on oh. her. Sorry, I had to play I'm kidding. I'm You're kidding. not bailing on Is her. Is Becky 14? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Becky's 40 <laughs> something. And she wants you to go to the Jonas Brothers concert in she the rain. She has two extra tickets to Jonas Brothers. How did she get tickets? Who else was she invited? I saw her this morning. She didn't ask me then. <laughs> it means you got someone. You might be the third person. Yeah. She was waiting on someone to respond. She sent a message to me and Mel. Asked okay. us if we wanted. Oh, Mel you know what? No, no Mel B. Oh. Yes. Mel B. Like, this is quite Baby a Spice. Mm. Not Scary Spice. She's too scary. <sighs> no, Mel B. Sporty Spice. Right? I don't know. I don't remember. Victoria was posh. I thought Mel B was Scary Spice. I thought Mel B. Well, there was Mel B and Mel C, one Scary Spice Um, and one Sporty Spice. Or Baby Spice? No, Baby Spice was Emma. (gasps) (laughs) Good God, get out of my brain. (laughs) (laughs) All right, back to this movie. Gertie's like, we need to tell them. Stop drinking, uh, Elaine. (laughs) Never. And 
Oh, Vicky's like, I need to know where the chainsaws and the axes and all that shit are because I do not want to die. And then Paula arrives. And the new group is like, all right, here's what we got to do. The new group? Uh, that's what I'm calling them. The OG crew and the noob group. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, sure. And so the noob group are like, hey, we need to each stick with somebody to try to prevent Billy from coming. So no sex, no nudity. Nothing that's going to attract Billy. And then we got to stick with Paula. We know she survives. Paula! <laughs> and I don't mean to talk about somebody's personal appearance. Looks like she has had some serious lip fillers. <laughs> <laughs> that was not my problem with Paula, but I do not disagree. <laughs> and that was very distracting. And I'm like, how old is this actress? Did she get fillers already? Is that just her mouth? And then I went and Let's looked through... That images on imdb and she looks the same in all of them so maybe that's just how she looks she kind of reminds me of that girl from weird science lorraine Bo- what is it it's not lorraine brocco that's the girl from the no Sopranos. what is her it's uh what is her name though the girl from weird science kelly lebrock yeah yes. she was also in lady in red and the movie with steven seagal because she was married a time to kill marked for that uh no it was uh, i want to say it was hard to kill okay. hard to kill it was hard to kill yep they were married. Mm-hmm. Then they got divorced. Bitterly. Yeah. Bitterly. What, and then what a she, loss. Later in life, she has had a lot of plastic surgery, and she looks weird. That's because she was one of those poor girl women. Her entire career was that she was very, very attractive. Mm-hmm. So then she gets older, and she wants to still be that person. So she's like, I'll go to the doctor, and then I'll be beautiful. They all just end up looking like Michael Jackson. Right. At the end. It's like, you were beautiful. They end up looking scared. You can, you can like, grow like old Barbara and be beautiful. Spicy. It's okay. Don't let Hollywood tell you you have to be young forever. Beauty and the Beast. Those mm. cocksuckers. That was a bit harsh. So they kind of assign it's who's society stay that tells her who. she has to say beauty. No, it's not society because most people don't care. You ever see those really skinny girls? No one likes that. Aww. <laughs> You're not a really skinny girl. Not anymore, but I'm still pretty thin, no. especially compared to most people in the United States. No, but everybody's like, oh, they gotta be really super skinny. No, no, they don't. No one likes that. <laughs> Nobody wants bony hips. No. It goes both ways. Nobody wants to go with somebody that's that bony. Ways. Right. It's not comfortable. <laughs> like I can tell you, everybody's supposed to be like Sorry, listener, work. if you happen no. to be that skinny and you can't help it, because some people can't. <laughs> My brother. <sighs> but put that girl on a, on, a, on a cheeseburger diet and we'll be all right. Alright, so anyway. Boss. Can you wake up your dog? Kurt is assi- or Chris is assigned to watch over Kurt and make sure he doesn't have sex with anybody. Apparently not. I'm poking him and he's and, and he goes out and they have a whole conversation while Kurt is looking through a nudie magazine. Old man, stop snoring. And what's the name of the pen? Uh, the, the, damn it, I'm <laughs> What's the name of the magazine? I believe it is Penthouse. Nope, Playpen. Playpen. Welcome back to the podcast, Playpen. Oh. What else is happening? The movie that Tony uh, just did. It follows. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember, he's looking. I didn't realize that that was Play Pen and not yeah. Play Girl. The uh, Play Girl is dudes. Yeah. You're thinking of Play You're Girl. right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're right. I've never oh, looked God. at one. <laughs> what did I think? It's, whenever it's in the Playpen. movies, it's always Play Pen unless otherwise. You Playmate. Know, was it Playmate? Playmate of the month is Playboy's thing. But if there's a Playboy in the movie, that's like M&M's and things Playpen. like that. It's product placement. I don't know. I the just generic remember. One is playpen. I just remember what was it? Al Bundy's jugs. <laughs> I was thinking it should be jugs. If you're gonna be watching, <laughs> 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 or, or, or biggins, biggins, biggins. biggins. 
<laughs> yeah, the biggest. Oh, man. Yeah. So Kurt's talking all about women's hooters. And uh, and then he asked Chris if he's a fag. <laughs> I, what was that word you said? I don't know if you're allowed to say you know, that anymore. That cigarette word. Oh. <laughs> no, but this is such a great scene. And Chris is like, "Look, my dads are gay, so you need to shut up." And he's like, "Gay guys can't have kids. They just go to discos and have sex with each other, and it's kind of a great life, actually." <laughs> <laughs> it sounds awesome. Like, oh, this guy's gay. Okay. But then you look at him; he's not gay. And then he's Tina a, doesn't a, understand Vicky's phone. She wants to try the Adderall. Gertie and Blake bind, bond, not bind, bond over pins or their flare, as I wrote it down. <laughs> I don't know. With this scene, I'm like, these two need to go ahead and bone and get it over with. But that like, will attract Billy. I don't, think, <laughs> I don't think they care. Look, we've already discovered it, and it follows. I mean, you know if you have sex with this girl, they're going to kill you. And there was dudes lining up to do it. Dudes don't care. It's like, yeah, there's going to be a homicidal manic after you. Yeah, but I can hit that right. <laughs> but they don't know that yet. Blake doesn't know that yet. Oh, yeah, he does. Blake doesn't know that. Oh, yeah. Gertie, Gertie does. does. <laughs> but she doesn't care because she seems to really like Blake. Mm-hmm. He's in love with her. <laughs> Their timers went off. <laughs> they may have. She saw his one earring and he saw her freckles and it was the end. Yeah. Love at first sight. When he found out that Gertie made her own pin, that I was know. it. <laughs> it went from six to midnight, if you know what I'm talking about. Mahogany. So Nancy Gross. prepares for sexy times with Kurt. And Max hears the Billy music and runs up to the room. And Max is like, look, I thought we talked about how you're not going to have sex. <laughs> and she and Nancy's like, you probably think that I'm a total zero. I just want to feel grown up and special. Kurt arrives and is like, ooh, two for the price of one. Because Kurt is gross. And they're both like, ew. <laughs> so most of the things that Max wants to do, having a threesome with her mother, and this dude's probably last. <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine what could be higher on the list. Yeah. Me lower. No. Things I... to do. So it's at the bottom of the list. Yes. Yes. Whatever. So Chris I've been and all day, man. Gertie here build like, the, the Billy. Nothing music. is higher on the list. So you want to do this? <laughs> no. And Chris right. runs upstairs and he's like, "Look, dude, I told you I was gonna cut your dick off if you tried to anything." <laughs> See, right now it would be funny if he actually pulled out a knife and cut his dick off. That would be amazing. And uh, I'm like, Gertie, I'm willing to sacrifice this asshole. Gertie not real. sees <laughs> Billy through the window and she screams, and then everybody runs downstairs. And Gertie's like, we have to tell them about Billy. And Nancy's like, not Billy Murphy. That's just a legend. And then she tells the tale, which initiates a flashback in which our new crew gets sucked into. Which the CGI on the car crash is ridiculous. But the CGI here with like the dripping goo was really cool. It was a good effect. And so we learned that young Billy was picked on mercilessly at camp by both the counselors and the campers. What kind of psycho counselor takes a bunch of firecrackers and throws it in an outhouse with a little kid in there? Apparently, these counselors. uh, I would think that outhouse fumes would be flammable. A lot of methane in there. (laughs) Uh, Those are usually pretty well ventilated. I thought about that, too. I don't know. I mean, this happened, we presume, in the 50s? 
ish when yeah, I don't at know. At the peak of outhouse I technology, have... after that they had flushes. <laughs> at the beginning, there is no peak of outhouse technology. It's a hole in the ground that they put a toilet seat over. The peak of outhouse technology is the toilet seat over the hole. No ventilation. They have ventilation. I over. have gone in an outhouse. There are spiders in there. Look, I, I used to go I to Girl you. Scout camp. This place that they used. <laughs> this place that they used was a Girl Scout camp. Okay. And in order the Does Girl Scout camp have teepees? Uh, yes. Okay. So I like teepees like, and cabins or whatever. But the, the main cabin that they used, that black and red monstrosity, <laughs> they didn't have any cabins that were tall enough to have the crane that they needed for the for the booby trap. <laughs> and um, so they actually had to build that. And they had to make it structurally sound, so it's now part of the Girl Scout camp. I hope wow. they painted it, though. I wow. hope they painted it. I wow. did not know that. Later read the trivia. I did not. Yeah. But, those, but the cabin that they were dipping the tampons in, I don't know, alcohol or whatever, those, that was like, the ca- that was was like cabins That's when really I went to Girl Scout camp. Yeah, and some of the cabins inside. that we had in Girl Scout camp were just like a platform with a tent over it. That's what ours were. We didn't but have I've any seen, cabins. I've seen plat- real cabins. platform with a tent. I've seen real cabins and I've seen camps. It was a perma tent. It was yeah. always there. Not like there was no walls or ste- ceilings, <laughs> just, a, <laughs> just a tent. Just like a like you get the skeleton and instead of walls and ceilings, there's just camps. Exploring. Mm-hmm. I've never been to camps. Lots of bugs. But yeah, outhouses. And I would say, in my opinion, if you ask me what is the peak of outhouse technology, I would say the porta potty. Yes, that is the peak of outhouse technology. The porta potty. Sure, but you guys had money still in that use you today. Spent to throw shit in a hole in the woods. In the woods. Yes. Like, and that cost a lot of money to send you there. Me and Audra went to Winter Survival Camp. Ooh, in Michigan. In Michigan. No, thank you. We, you we peed. Was it, was it we in, built our own shelters and peed outside in the snow. Was it intentionally a winter survival yes. camp or was it just a winter camp and you had to survive? No, no. Well, I did go camping in the winter one time with Girl Scouts, but me and Audra did a winter survival weekend. Oh, do you remember peeing outside when it was cold? There was an outhouse. We had to pee in that, but it's still outside. I'm pretty sure the outhouse does, was not heated. Does an outhouse constitute inside or outside? <laughs> because it's its own little house. It's so therefore outhouse. you're inside though. You're in that house. But you have to have airflow. It's a, it's a, all right. Can we you're get back sheltered to the from the rain. I don't want to, I don't want to worry about this anymore. I want, I expect text messages about whether uh-huh. or not Audra no, it considers an outhouse inside. Have you some more of your drink, dear? All right, so <laughs> Billy ended up covered in burns because of the firecracker incident yeah. in the outhouse. Yes. And he was in the hospital for eight days, and then he decided that he wanted everybody to be as, fra- as afraid as he was, and he wanted to exact revenge. So he made a mask to cover his burn-scarred face, and then he went back and killed eight counselors in one night. And the legend has it that he still lives in these woods waiting for more counselors. And during the he killed eight counselors scene, Gertie ends up with blood all over her. And when the flashback flashback, ends, she still has blood all over her face. And that freaks out our original movie crew. Imagine that. Who run. And Paula and Kurt get in her car. And then um, Tina Blake... And Nancy go to run, but Tina trips. And Max is like, look, guys, you can't leave. 
the movie won't let you <laughs> it won't let you leave we're trapped here and they're like why would you try to, i mean we need to get away from you guys you're creepy as fuck <laughs> i mean fact <laughs> and then paula starts driving and duncan runs into the car's path because apparently he did not die and he's like hey guys <laughs> and paula hits him and then hits one of the posts as you enter camp with the big campsite. And and Kurt goes flying out the windshield and lands in a creepy heap like you, it you follows. <laughs> you didn't mention that Kurt was hitting on her as they were driving oh, away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was like, hey, this is really scary, but you want to fuck? I like, okay. Let's, go, let's get out of here and stay in a local hotel and have lots of sex. <laughs> and then the car explodes. Yeah, it does. Like it was filled with vodka. Really explodes. Or whatever vodka, whatever alcohol that was in that theater. Yeah. And Nancy's like, oh my God, I can't believe they're dead. And Vicky's like, look, it doesn't matter. They're not real. You're not real. Yes. This is just a movie. <laughs> it does matter, though, because Paula was the final girl. Yeah. Paula was the final girl, and now we're all screwed. And, uh, well, we could and then they're like, the hold on. We need to have a conversation. What are you talking about? <laughs> Yeah, why did they try killing everybody? See what happens. So Billy then they try to explain. Nancy, Blake, and Tina are real here, but they can't leave because they are in the movie. They also discuss who can be a new final girl. Vicky volunteers, and Chris says, no, no, nay, nay. <laughs> You're not a virgin. And I know it. <laughs> I'm a born-again virgin. That counts. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Steve, but he doesn't count. Gertie's Everybody like, counts. Gertie's like, the only true blue virgin here is Max. And Max is like, but you're a virgin too. She's like, nah. There's this guy last year. With the weird mustache. Wasn't he autistic? Yes, but he was also very romantic. <laughs> to, which, to which, what's his name says... You kind of freaky, girl. I like that. I'm like <laughs> Blake. <laughs> wait, you're kind of freaky because you slept with an autistic boy. Oh, maybe and it you was like a weird that? mustache. What does I that mean? Know. Apparently, in the original script, it was said a lot meaner. Like she's so sad she had to have sex with an autistic dude. Oh wow. And um, the girl, the place Gertie was like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. Yeah. I, so she changed the lines to make okay. it seem well, you know, nice more then. acceptable. So. But they're like, Max, oh, it has to be you. But Blake doesn't even know what an autistic do. She, know, he doesn't even know what that word means. I was that's thinking that, true. too. He doesn't, he doesn't even know what that means because he's 80s. Like, yeah. Maybe so he what did she he said think? artistic. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. So what did he think that means? Maybe he Probably, thought it was artistic. I bet he thought it was artistic. Yeah. <laughs> something. Oh. I slept with an artistic dude. But she yeah, did say he had a mustache. Sense. Yeah. And he was romantic. She, if she had said he was passionate. <laughs> Another good line would have been, he was very thorough. <laughs> Paid attention to detail. I don't get why that's funny. It wouldn't, but oh. I assume that people... Never mind. I'm not even going to finish that Anyways, sentence. so Max is like, I can't do that. I can't do it. And they're like, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Nancy's like, look, I'm a virgin too. I can do it. And Vicky's like, no, you can't. You're not the final girl. You're just the shy girl with the clipboard and the guitar. It's not in your DNA. You're just part of the body count. And Nancy runs away crying. Like you do. Which is hurtful because you just told me I had to die. And I was <laughs> Fuck you, mean girl. 
Max runs after her, and Nancy, See, Nancy and Max. Nancy just stabbed her in the face with a fork. I'm like, now who's the final bitch? Max was so nice to Nancy, and I was like, I don't like this vibe here. <laughs> Nancy's looking at you like you just opened up her eyes, and I'm like, <laughs> weird vibe here. Weird vibe. They're Betty Davis eyes. Nancy mm. tells Max all about her dreams to graduate college, meet a guy, have a daughter. She's like, what am I going to do now? I have to die? And she's like, we're going to fight. So then they start setting up Operation Booby Trap. <clears throat> Tina is the bait. A few hours later, Vicky feels the need to clear the air. She's like, look, if I'm going to die tonight, Gertie, I'm sorry. I told everyone to start calling you Badonkadonk and decorate your, ladder, your lack, locker with bacon. And Gertie's like, that's cool. I told everyone you had a weird disease, so you're on your period all the time. <laughs> Most of those things don't seem that mean. I mean, decorating your locker with bacon, that is mean. But calling someone Badonkadonk, <laughs> there was a sign uh, or a song about Badonkadonk. Yeah. Like, it's not bad. There was a couple songs. About Big it. butts are good. One of them, my mother likes, which is weird. <laughs> is that like really upsetting? Like just higher, just slightly higher on the list than mm. having it's, it's not that weird. It's like, uh, why do you like that song? It's a good song. Because mm-hmm. you're all right. Because your mom has a bit of a tush. So I'm looking at my mother's butt. But Vicky's also like. Also, Max. Don't touch me. After we were best we friends. My mother's butt. And then your mom died, and you withdrew completely, and then you became best friends with Gertie, and basically cut me out of your life, and that was hurtful, and that's why I started spreading rumors about Gertie. <laughs> Which that all makes sense. She's like, "Look, I'm a bitch now, and it's your fault." <laughs> Is that what she said? No, it's not. It's just she's just like, I need to have these conversations before I die. I loved you, and you were my best friend, and then you weren't anymore, and it hurt me. And uh, that's why Vicky remembers that it was the anniversary of her mom's death, and she's the one that knew that Max was yeah. Jewish, and she's the one, like she knows all these little details about Max because they were best friends. And uh, now it's almost time. Nancy asks Max about her family as they put accelerant on tampons <laughs> and attach them to arrows. <clears throat> And um, basically, she realizes that Max's mom has died, and she gives Max a friendship bracelet. And they decide that if they both survive, Nancy should go home with the noob crew and start a new life where she can decide that she's not the shy girl with the clipboard and the guitar. Sounds like a great idea. Mr. Bass, you are like an old... Wake up your dog who's snoring Back really loud. Pipes. Friends, I'm sorry so, for the snoring dog. Look, it's raining, it's pouring, the old man dog is snoring. <laughs> so while all this was going well, down, Tina, yeah. who's been strapped into a life jacket with oven mitts duct taped to her hands so she won't get naked before yeah. they're ready. All right, just, what is the wrong with this girl's impulse control? <laughs> that she has to have <laughs> sexy, She's That's, a sexy, slutty girl. In the, in she the... is sexy and slutty and wants to have sex at every second. She sounds like a hoe. Those are her character traits in the script, so that That's is all she's her got. character. <laughs> she's just a trope. She's just a, a pretend trope. She's not even a real person. She was almost my least favorite character, but then I realized that she just can't help herself. <laughs> That's true. She just can't help herself. She, she has no other point. So she got into the Adderall, 
And she took like 30. Ate she ate all of the Adderall. She'd be dead. She would be like, dead. I think that'll kill you. <laughs> yeah. This is just speed. She would be dead. But she says really she's got me. this. So they have to go ahead with the plan as it is written. But then Nancy does her strip tease. And no, no, Tina. Tina, yes, you're right. <laughs> I wrote Nancy freaks out. It's Tina. That's Tina. Tina freaks out after her strip tease when Billy actually approaches and then runs. Carly updated her notes as if she needs this for yeah. the record, <laughs> for future, for, for prosperity. For the next time we do this, she gets caught in the trap and ends up. Dead. <laughs> the Library of Congress will yeah, want that. She update. trips. Okay, so she trips over the tripwire. Vicky keeps asking where they keep the chainsaws, which seems like a logical thing that they might have at a camp where they have like campouts and fires. Mm-hmm. But and they keep looking at her like she's crazy. But yet they had a fucking bear trap. Yeah. What? Yeah. Which Tina gets stuck in. Her head gets stuck in. And then uh, Gertie she, and she Blake did. cut the rope, which in. Pushes the post into Billy and impales him on the antlers that they have affixed to the back of the door. Blake tells Gertie that he loves her, and then they kiss, and then he goes down to get the machete. This, it's that kiss, that sexually charged kiss, that revives <laughs> Billy, who kills Blake when he tries to get the machete. And then everyone runs to the kitchen. They shoot at Billy with flaming arrows and lead him upstairs, where they plan to have a bucket of accelerant pour over him, but it's stuck. But the fire arrows don't seem to be doing anything, so why would we keep going with fire? I don't know, but I would think that fire was his one weakness. Or, you know, you can just hold a glass of accelerant and splash it on him. You don't need to home alone this whole fucking thing, you know? It's like, he's walking and... But the plan You know what the plan should have been instead of Operation Movie Trap? The plan from Home Alone 2. That would have been much better than yeah. this. With those pink cans and shit, Billy would have left. I'm like, fuck this. You're doing full Dinkelman. And I'm not talking about skiing in his jeans. <laughs> I'm sure Billy was a kid that skied in his jeans. Billy didn't ski. Poor Billy was ridiculed and burned. We don't know what he did in, his, uh, in the off season. A, a he only murders people in the summer. In the winter, he could go skiing. Oh, there's that. Sure, he could completely cover himself and nobody would even know that he's disfigured. <laughs> he was on the mountain in Hot Tub Time Machine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Vicky and Gertie get stuck under a bookcase because Billy <laughs> tops it over on them. Sure. Gertie gets stabbed and Vicky tells Max that Nancy has already run through the room and gone out the rope ladder out the window as planned. But then Max and Chris are still there watching because the bucket won't tip over bookcase gets tipped over Gertie gets stabbed and Vicky's like look y'all gotta go <laughs> and she grabs Gertie's hand and they hold hands and she rips the cord again and the bucket fall does tip and the room explodes whatever was in that bucket again is whatever brought brand of vodka was in the movie theater <laughs> because it's an instant explosion <laughs> it is a fiery thing of death I think it was nitroglycerin yeah it's, it's pretty ridiculous so Max, Chris, and Nancy run. And Billy jumps out the window and chases them. And I'm like, I yelled at the TV, Superhero landing! Superhero landing! <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard on the knees. When he's about to catch them, 
Max is like, go into the flashback, go into the flashback. So she starts telling the story again. And this time, Nancy, Max, Chris, and Billy all get sucked into the flashback. And Billy gets hit by the counselor's car and his machete lands at Max's feet. She picks it up, but now Billy is gone. And so they kind of go to the outhouse and then they watch young Billy run away and they follow him. And, uh, and Nancy's like, I've never seen that part of the camp before. And then they realize that grown Billy is near and end the flashback. They go to run and Billy is behind them and he cuts Chris in the side and then carries Nancy away. And Chris is like, she's gone. You have to just let her go. We need to get away. She's gone. <laughs> so Max helps Chris get to safety. And then she's like, all right, I'm going after him. And he's like, no, don't leave. And she's like, I have to. I know she's still alive and I have to go. And he's like, I don't want to die by myself. She's like, then don't die. I'll be back. <laughs> she's like, I have to save my mom. It's not your mom. <laughs> she doesn't know that. So she finds the place, and Nancy is there and alive, but Billy sees them. And Max Billy and Nancy... Is a creepy collector of dead things. Oh, yeah. And he's brought the bodies back, so Gertie's there, and Vicky's there. <laughs> so uh, Max and Nancy try to fight him. Max ends up with the dagger in, like, I don't know, her hip area. Mm-hmm. And... Nancy manages to stab Billy with his machete, and they they get away. And they go back to where Chris is. And Nancy's like, look, I figured it out. You can't kill him because I'm still alive. So you're not the final girl yet because there's still two of us. And Max is like, no, no, you have to survive too. We can do this. And she's like, no, we can't. It's cool. I'm not afraid anymore. I'm going to go die. And And Max is like, but you're my mom. <laughs> Which is a lot to Which is probably yeah. a relief for Nancy because the whole time she probably thought Max was in love with her. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. She's like, you did grow up. You did have a daughter. You were a good mom. And then you died and you're my mom. And I want to take you back home with me. <laughs> and she's like, look, wherever your mom is, she knows that you love her. And you have to let me go. You know, you can always talk to your mom. It's cool. I gotta go. You gotta let me go. And so she does. She goes out and she dances. And we hear Betty Davis eyes. And Tony goes, it's a little weird because they don't. (laughs) She's sitting there dancing all in rhythm with it. And I'm like, you know, there's no music playing. right? There's no music in, in universe playing. And I said, why didn't it be cooler if she had did that and she goes don't worry mom and she pulled out her cell phone and played because she probably has a ringer or something and or played Tina it. had a walkman mm-hmm. well but you know that max has this song on her phone yeah, it's, it's <laughs> song. so she dances she unbuttons her shirt so that billy will come and as billy approaches she blows max a kiss and then she dies when that happens, it seems to imbue Max with final girl powers. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I was like, if she was able to do this the entire movie, what the fuck? You asshole. Now she's swinging that machete Well, around. no, you, was, you forgot the line. She said, you messed with the wrong virgin. Boom. It's a powerful it's line. Lightning starts. It's like, I have the power. Yeah, like the sky's all purple and filled yeah. with lightning. It's it looks like cool somebody looking. got a quickening. <laughs> it does. 
Here we are. This fight is silly and over the top, and she ends up decapitating him. And it's dawn, and the credits begin to roll. Chris comes out, and they hug and kiss. It's over. And then they get sucked into the film reel, and Max wakes up in a hospital bed next to Chris. And she hears some voices, she opens the curtain, and it's Duncan, Gurney, and Vicky. They're home. Are they? <laughs> and she's like, was it all a dream? And Duncan lifts up his hospital gown and is like, no, this is real! And shows him his machete wound. Yeah. He's like, also, I think I'm going to get tetanus. Because <laughs> yeah. there was some rust on that blade and he never gave me any shots. <laughs> I don't think this was a very good doctor. And uh, then they start hearing the billing music. Mm-hmm. And they look outside, and what's his name is there? Um, There's a doctor and a nurse about to bone down on the nurse's station. No, but then what's his face? Oh, was that the credits? And then Billy appears. Not Billy, the douchebag. Oh, that's in the credits. That's in, in the credits. blooper reel. Or the cut, the, what are they called? The cut scenes, the ones they didn't Deleted. Include. Deleted scenes. Um, and they realize <laughs> that this is the sequel. Camp Bloodbath 2, Cruel Summer. It's so much better than the original. Which makes me think of Bananarama. <laughs> and then the movie is over and bloopers and deleted scenes play during the credits. Mm-hmm. The end. What'd you think, John? Oh, shit, I always have to go first. Mm-hmm. All right, fuck it. You always hate my movies. <laughs> I always hate your movies. Right this movie. Um, <laughs> my favorite character was Max. Mm-hmm. My least favorite character was... I can't. I forgot his name. Hold on. Which Kurt? character was it? Kurt. Thank you. <laughs> it was Kurt because asshole. But he had my favorite line was his. Was she saying, "Man, I'm gonna go strawberry picking." And he goes, "I'll help you with those melons." <laughs> <laughs> and that wasn't it. He goes, "I'm talking about her boobs." You guys, you guys know what I'm talking about. Because first I'm like, "Oh, that's so corny," and he's like, "Everything." And then he explained the joke. No, it's my favorite line because he explained the joke. And Elaine will tell you that explaining the joke makes it funnier. It does. (laughs) So that's why it's my favorite line because it reminds me of Elaine. What? It's a weird connection. It is a weird connection. It's a very strange six degrees of Kevin Bacon. I get it. Uh, um, My favorite scene is the blooper reel at the end. All because right. it's really funny. It is. It was like the most entertaining part of the whole movie. Uh, <laughs> um, what am I missing? Oh, tertiary object. The 80s. The whole 80s thing. No, <laughs> there was tape decks in there. There was just too much 80s goodness for there not to be. Because uh, usually I pick a tape or something. Yeah. But if I have to pick one thing, I don't know. Yeah, we didn't actually get to see the tape. We didn't get to see the tape. We saw so the Walkman. the Walkman. We saw the headphones. The tape's implied. It's an implied tape, yeah, but she might have been just dancing around. Yeah, she, she might have been fucking crazy. <laughs> because it's a prop, so why yeah. they put a tape in the prop? That's, I didn't think about that. So yeah. we'll go with the uh, Walkman. Mm-hmm. The and big yellow 80s Walkman. Believe it or not, I'm going to give this a yay. Oh. What? Yeah. And, and let me tell you why. Because it is so bad. So incredibly bad. Like, no one should ever have to watch this movie. But you should to see how bad this piece of shit is. Because it is a good premise, but they weren't smart enough to execute it. Are you sure that wasn't a nay? He said watch it. I know. Interesting. I want to share my pain with the rest of the world. Oh. Wow. All right, Elaine. My favorite scene is Chris. Your favorite, Your favorite scene is Chris? Yes. My favorite character, character is Chris. Okay. He's got character. his head on straight. 
<laughs> Just, I liked him throughout this whole thing. My least favorite character is Kurt. Because douchebag. Because he deserved it when he flew through Paul's window and <laughs> folded like a pretzel. Uh, my favorite scene is the booby trap. So my favorite scene is Chris. Because Chris came up with what? The booby trap. I also enjoyed <laughs> that it was the booby trap and Tina was the bait. Cause <laughs> uh, my favorite line is, okay, where's the beef? <laughs> From the very beginning, yeah. sex scene in the woods. She takes her top off and she goes, okay, where's the beef? And she turns around and the guy isn't there. And then she's like, where's the beef? <laughs> what in the hell? It's really funny. Um, that's the only time this whole movie. Oh, and my favorite tertiary object is the Rubik's Cube from the nurse's station oh, yes. in the end. Um, the where's the beef thing was the only time this whole movie was funny. It was not funny. Um, it was really boring. And it was a really good premise, and they didn't do it very well. And the acting of Max was so terrible that I just... And that review that said that they brought them to tears, the stuff between Nancy and Max, it's, it is. It's heartbreaking. This is her mom, and she's now in this weird delusion where she gets to see her mom, but that's not her mom, and she's trying to save her mom, but her mom doesn't know what she's talking about. Like, <laughs> it's really sad, and it doesn't belong in a horror comedy there was very little comedy in this horror movie so it was i'm almost all kurt i yeah the comedy was 99 percent kurt it was all kurt yeah. and his stuff's not even funny it's just gross <laughs> so i'm giving it a nay i think you can skip this <laughs> <laughs> all right tony my favorite characters was duncan and nina dobrave no no just one. Oh, well either one no, no, just pick one. He can't have her in a movie. He didn't like her character, but he likes her. She didn't have a character. <laughs> My least favorite character, even though he was funny, it was Kurt. Because he was gross. My favorite line was one of his lines. when he says, nice legs. What time do they open? <laughs> My favorite scene, it was pretty much any time, and they didn't do this enough, but any time the 80s kids were hanging out with the aughts kids or whatever trying to relate i thought that was pretty fun but uh, he wanted they, more of that yeah what do you mean like this this isn't a phone it's not plugged into anything yeah. <laughs> um my favorite tertiary object was the firebird good one mm. um i'll yay this movie i liked it but but yeah it you can't it, move there's a dog boxing yeah. you it uh it could be a it could be way better they didn't they didn't take advantage of it. It was kind of written poorly. But I think it's interesting. It's a very interesting idea. and but They weren't smart enough to execute it. It didn't quite go off the way they should have. Yeah. That's All right. it. All right. My favorite character was Duncan. I enjoyed Thomas Duncan? Milditch in this movie. <laughs> when he when he's in the movie theater and he jumps over the thing and eats shit all on the floor. <laughs> so. That was hilarious. He did that. Mm -hmm. He tripped on that in real life. Oh, yeah. You <laughs> and the director thought it was so funny, they had him do it again in exaggerated motion <sighs> for the movie. So he really tripped on that. Yeah, I believe it. And Miley's favorite character was Paula. Because mm. here's this my issue with this movie in general. And Tony and I talked about this at home. The whole thing is 80 slasher films. You drink, you smoke, you fuck, you die. Yeah. She got out of the car smoking. She was the only one we saw drink any alcohol. She 
Then it turns out in the car, because she's supposed to be a badass, she gets in the car and she crashes. <laughs> yeah, well, you would think, you would expect Nancy would have been the final girl, not Paula. <laughs> yeah, Nancy should have been the final girl. So, uh, Paula fit in more with the ones that get killed, and yeah. that bothered me. And then she wasn't as badass as they made her out to be, and that bothered me. Well, she also, she did have a weird thing where when she talked, the rest of her face didn't seem to move or have any expression, and it was weird. <laughs> call that the Selena Gomez. Um, my favorite scene is the same as Elaine's, the booby trap scene, where everything kind of goes wrong. <laughs> it's so funny. I love a good trap. I love a good plan. I like that he had a plan, and I like that they executed the plan in the worst way possible. It's just good. My favorite ter- tertiary object was that counselor cabin that looked like a stage piece in a play. <laughs> it looked like more like something that, that should have been in Midsummer than uh, in this movie. Which I did not see that movie, but I heard it was terrible. It was really good. Yeah. And my favorite line was the one in the in the van where he's like, "Where's your suitcases?" Cuz honestly, your clothes they're disgusting. And they're like, from the dude in the crop top. And he's like, you dress like poor people. Are you poor? <laughs> but the one I wrote down that I realized when we first started was the, in the flashback scene where they get sucked in with Nancy. Mm-hmm. And she's like, is that what I sound like? Ugh. <laughs> and it just reminded me of when we had that conversation oh, about I hearing yourself. The way I sound. And I enjoyed this movie. I thought it was very funny. So Very funny? Yeah. I, la- I laughed more watching, and maybe it's a uh, when I was taking my notes because I had watched it once before, and I just noticed all these little things that I didn't see the first time that were funny, like just the know. expressions on their faces when they're sitting there. And I feel like the way we talked about this movie made it seem way more entertaining than it actually was. But for me, it was the, yeah, same, was the same amount of entertaining. <laughs> all right. Well. All right, so please find us on Facebook.com slash The Underappreciated Movie Podcast, on Twitter at Unmovie Podcast, on Instagram at Unmovie Podcast Talks. You can email Podcast at gmail.com. Have you ever heard of this movie? What did you think? We'd like to know. <laughs> and tune in next week. On the podcast. For Elaine. I'm shit. shit. For Elaine's pick. Good thing you drank all your LaCroix or it would have went all over John. He didn't drink all of his LaCroix. There's some in. spit in the bottom. A little <laughs> spit there. Um... I have chosen I tried to catch it for my <laughs> October movie fun, a movie I know Tony is really excited to talk about. Oh, yeah. 1992's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That's which I'm right. pretty sure he's told me before he does not like. And I picked he it liked the TV on show. purpose. Right. Well, the TV show. Because he good. scared me with It Follows. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's all right, because I have a movie that I'm pondering picking. But we'll see. Uh, I don't know if Elaine can handle it. I will handle it just fine. It's okay. Well, sh- do I need to watch it while John's here? Yes. During the day. Okay. <laughs> First thing in the morning. I like this song. Well, we can't just let it play. What do you do? Well, we had three choices. It was. Oh boy. Hey, was it Hey Mickey? Yeah. 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 It's just called this Mickey. This one. And they played Cruel Summer as the credits roll. Or you could have picked Michael Road the Boat Show. Oh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Strip tease? Is it She's My Cherry Pie? Oh, yeah. Warren. Okay, in the trivia, it said that 
That's un that she did that completely unchoreographed, and she slammed a you bunch of monsters, so she was all like fucking jittery. <laughs> all and, and you could tell because that wasn't a sexy dance. No, no, it was not sexy. I mean, you want to look at it? Go. Does that feel sexy on your body? It, 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 it looks like a full like body it was dry a heat. Dance. <laughs> but that's was like I really disliked that character, but she was doing the best she could with what she was given. Like she Tony embraced. said, a lot of these guys, mm-hmm. like That's Thomas Middleditch yeah. and Adam Devine, so, they're they're um, character they? actors or no? What's the word called? I knew he said. They Method? do. Um, Oh, improv. Improv. Yeah, They're yeah. improv Thomas Middleditch is one of the So he thinks a lot of it was probably... It said in the trivia that they let him yeah. go. I was gonna, let him go. Hey, before you go... I did have a question I want to ask. If you had to be stuck in two horror movies, what would you pick? Two horror movies? Like a two. movie and a sequel? Or? No, just two horror movies. Any two horror movies? Mm-hmm. You'd even no time to think about it. Yep. Gremlins 1 and 2. Okay. Nice. I don't have any idea. I, would say, I said Fright Night and Lost Boys. I want to be uh, Friday the 13th. Can I be in Monster Squad? (gasps) (laughs) That's a good one, Monster Squad. And maybe Dr. Sleep, because I don't have the shine, so I would just be (laughs) living my life. It's just some weird weird shit you read about in the paper. (laughs) Can I be in Jason X if I... Just because then I'd be to be in the future. (laughs) No, but I'm still going to Gremlins 1 and 2. (laughs) I'm going to go with um, the first... Uh, Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. Okay. The first one. And. Because you could stay awake. That's right. Because I don't hang with Johnny yet. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Jason X. Because you could be in the future? Because I want to pick mean, a buzz that was off the floor. You get to have sex all over that <laughs> shit. Because <laughs> I just think it'd be entertaining. And you're yeah. like, oh no, it's Jason. We'll stick him out the shoot. We'll be fine. I yeah. didn't know you wanted to be in a porn. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you were there too. 